0: this is show me today media reports indicate a demand for missouri's pot supply has increased tenfold they also say that prices have increased and dispensaries are having a hard time keeping up with the demand but is that true it depends on who you ask anthony moribeth tries to hash out the truth with jack cardetti with the missouri cannabis trade association back in november when Missourians went to the polls and they legalized uh, adult use marijuana here in Missouri, we knew that the implementation from a medical market to an adult use market, you know, we, we've seen a lot of states stumble when they've tried to do that. Well, fast forward 87 days later, and that's when the first uh, adult use sales took place in Missouri. And in the month of February alone, February being the shortest month of the year and them not being able to sell the entire month for adult use, um, $103 million worth of marijuana was sold at Missouri dispensaries. And so we think that's a testament to the program that was built by the 200,000 Missouri patients and the small businesses that support them.
1: So let's talk about Missouri's cannabis supply. Um, I'm reading that it's not keeping up with demand, and I'm reading as a result of that, prices are going up. What's your take and what's your analysis on that?
0: Yeah, sure. Back in 2022, um, the Missouri Cannabis Program produced 92,000 more pounds than it sold. So there was a significant oversupply in the market uh, back when we were a medical program. Fast forward to today, and obviously the demand uh, has increased and so what we 're seeing though is you know a lot of people have predicted huge uh price you know spike in prices. we haven't seen that at most what we 've seen is five to ten percent, and we even think that is a fairly short term phenomenon. What you have here is Missouri has licensed 50 cultivators around the state to to grow uh, marijuana in Missouri. They've also, uh, and those are up and operational, another 17 have their licenses and are currently uh, starting to produce but haven't hit the market yet. Uh, In addition to that, a lot of the 50 cultivators here um, weren't producing at their maximum capacity because of those oversupply issues in the medical market. Once the November uh, election took place, they're starting to build those out. So I think any type of shortages uh, uh, that we see here is going to be a very short term phenomenon. And quite frankly, Missouri has the most affordable you know marijuana uh, when you look at the Midwest, I mean there was a article just in the last two weeks from the Chicago Tribune that really shows the prices in Missouri are twenty to thirty percent lower than they are in our neighboring state of Illinois
1: on that same note, I would have to assume that there have been that one of the reasons why demand has increased so much is because you have states like Illinois where as you said that there's a big price differential but Also, at the same time, the the other neighboring states haven't legalized it. And I'm willing to bet that there's a lot of uh, residents there that have come to Missouri and uh, purchased and partaken.
0: Yeah, we're particularly seeing that, obviously, on the western side of the state. Where you know around State Line Road in Kansas City, where Kansas obviously doesn't even have a medical program, so we certainly are seeing some Canada uh, Canada tourism come over the lines. But one of the things we're seeing in St. Louis is actually Missourians staying home and purchasing it here. Up until February, we saw a lot of Missourians that were going over uh, the Mississippi River to Illinois to purchase their marijuana products. That's not happening. In fact, Illinois. Out of state sales are down 15% from January to February. So that tells us that Missourians are staying at home, shopping locally, and supporting the thousands of new jobs that are being created right here in Missouri because of marijuana legalization.
1: So let's talk about the supply. You had brought it up previously. Are there problems getting supply? And um, what was the supply then? And what is it now? And now that we're talking in April.
0: Yeah so we um you know in in 2022 like i said there was 92,000 more pounds produced than sold, so significant oversupply. Uh, demand obviously has increased, and so we think over the next few months when new cultivators come online and existing cultivators expand, that then they will more than meet that demand. I mean, one of the things that's really been a hallmark of the Missouri program so far is, that you know, you really have the five different factors, right? You have affordability, which also takes into account taxes, many, many states, quite frankly, tax marijuana too high. In, in those cases, people are still going to take advantage of the illicit market, you know, the untested, unregulated market. When you keep your taxes lower, like they are in Missouri, 6%, then that actually incentivizes people to come into the regulated program. So a lot of affordability. Also access. You know, even today in Colorado, more than half the cities and counties uh, ban marijuana dispensaries. We don't have that here in Missouri. Missouri communities are embracing having marijuana facilities in their communities, the jobs they create, the significant economic reven- revenue. So we have 196 dispensaries throughout the state of Missouri, not you know just in the, the urban core here. And so that gives people lots and lots of access. You also have selection. When you go into a dispensary today. It won't just be marijuana flower. You're going to find all different types of pro- products, edibles, tinctures, topicals, vapes, a-, a lot of different things. Then there's obviously the supply. We have a lot more growers than they do, frankly, over in Illinois and a lot of other states. Uh, and then the last thing we pride ourselves on is quality. There's really some quality products here in Missouri. There's some very smart entrepreneurs that have gotten involved here and really doing a nice job. So we think the Missouri program's off to a very, very strong start.
1: And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Jack Cardetti, spokesman for the Missouri Cannabis Trade Association, talking about the state of cannabis, the state of marijuana and what that has looked like since its legalization and since you now have been able to purchase it and consume it for quite some time. So um, with that being said, uh, with regard to uh, the prices increase and the demand and, and, and things like that, are there certain... You brought this up recently, but I actually have a follow up. Are there certain types of the products that are hard to come by as in is it harder to find, for example, flour versus, say, edibles or tinctures or things like that? I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, the, the one little category that we've seen sort of a, a fairly high increase in demand and where supply is now catching up and will catch over, over the next couple of months is on pre-rolled flour, right? So a pre-rolled joint uh, seems to be in really, really high demand. And so obviously the market is going to react to that. And you'll see more of those produce, I think, over the next 60 days.
1: I mean, the the question becomes, how come... I hate to ask this question. How come big tobacco doesn't get involved in in doing that sort of thing?
0: Well, so now you'll remember, this is still a even though it's legal in 21 states, including Missouri, it's still federally illegal. What that means is that everything, all economic activity, All activity in growing, manufacturing, and dispensing the products all must take place inside Missouri's uh, state lines, right? So you wouldn't see somebody producing something in one state and bringing it across to sell it in another state. That can't happen as long as this is federally illegal.
1: Other things I wanted to ask you in regard to some of the stories I've been reading to sort of uh, offset the price increase and uh, the cost of producing and things like that. I was reading the cultivators have basically chosen to turn off their grow rooms, trim staff, uh, things like that. It seems like each cultivator is kind of dealing with it uh, differently. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a report out just this morning about how just since November after the passage, Thousands of new jobs have been created uh, in this industry because whether you're a cultivator, a manufacturer, or a dispensary in Missouri, uh, there is huge demand and people are hiring right and left. So we think that that's really a positive thing. There are now more than 13,000 people that work directly in this industry here in Missouri and we think those numbers will go up significantly. Over
1: So I think a good question and discussion to conclude this this interview would be prices have gone up, demand has gone up, but it's not as bad as what some people are making it out to be, right?
0: Yeah, and in Missouri, quite frankly, still far more affordable than it is over in Illinois uh, and, and our neighboring state. This is a customer friendly program here in the state of Missouri. There are low taxes, there's lots of access. I mean, one of the things that you see in states, right, is that while they legalize it, They really leave it up to the cities to determine whether or not they're going to have dispensaries in their communities. And so what you end up having in a state like Colorado, where it's still legal, is some people still have to drive a couple hours to access a dispensary. We're not seeing that here in the state of Missouri. Because there are 196 dispensaries, there's plenty of access out there. When you get there, there's plenty of selection, uh, and quite frankly, the prices are very, very affordable in comparison to other states. So it's something we think is working well. I think that's why you saw the, the excitement around the, the, the February uh, opening up of sales, and we think that excitement will only continue to increase.
1: This is Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri.